Maximize Your Influence is your podcast for the latest persuasion, sales, and negotiation techniques. Our mission is to help you influence on command, anyone, anytime, anywhere. Your host is the author of Persuasion IQ, Laws of Charisma, and the best-selling book, Maximum Influence. Now, your host, Kurt Mortensen. Good to have you back, Maximizers. This is episode 230, as we learn how to maximize your influence and your income and your success. Appreciate your love and support. All the feedback I've been getting at Kurt, K-U-R-T, at MaximizeYourInfluence.com. Or just visit us at MaximizeYourInfluence.com. We're also on Spotify and iTunes. Today we're going to dive in on how to accomplish 10 times more in half the time when one-third the effort. What is the secrets? What is the science? What do you need to know? Because I know you run out of time or you misjudge the time. How do you accomplish more in less time? Because we all have the same amount of time. But some people seem to accomplish a lot more. What do they have that you don't have? Let's talk about it. But before we do, let's get into our geeky article of the week. This one's from Clinical Psychological Science. This was sent to me. It's kind of an interesting one about teen mental health deteriorating over five years that there's a culprit. And I think this is also true in the workplace that there's a lot more depression now. There's a lot more suicide now. What's going on? What's happening? And this is across the board. And they say it's getting a lot worse now because more and more people have access to the screen, the phone, the computer. Because in 2012, according to Pew Research Center, less than half of teenagers had a smartphone. Then the last time they did the study was 2015. That was 73%. So I'm sure you're around 80, 85% right now using a smartphone. And this is about teens, but I'm sure it's about adults too, that teens who spend more than five hours a day on a phone, and they all deny they do, but you watch them, they know they do, were 71% more likely than those who spent less than an hour a day to have one suicide risk factor. Depression, thinking about suicide, making a plan, attempting suicide. It was a huge issue. That was the magic number, was five hours or more. And this one's obvious as they followed people. The more social media, the more unhappy people were. That's obvious because you're always comparing somebody's strength to your weakness or their trip to Hawaii to your day at work. And 75% of the people on social media bellish. And so if you want to be happier, delete social media. But that's hard for many people. Randomly, they would assign participants to delete Facebook for a week and they were happier and did accomplish more. Well, not only does being close to a screen lose touch with reality, that also led to not getting enough sleep and spending less time interacting with humans, people, their friends. And they pointed out that interacting with people face-to-face -face is one of the deepest wellsprings, they called it, of human happiness. Isn't that interesting? Just something to think about. Something to ponder here on Maximize Your Influence. I will... Put the link to this article on MaximizeYourInfluence.com if you want to take a look at it. If you have teenagers, the research is pretty interesting. And I just kind of briefly touched upon it to help you understand in your life, other people's life, your co-worker's life, your teenager's life, anybody in your family, this is becoming more and more of an issue. And as you know, next on the show is the Persuasion Blunder. Homer, go! Go, go, go! Now, who is the blunder? I'm going to say all of us. As you know, I've taught a lot of university classes 
worked with a lot of university students. And this happens in the workplace too, especially in corporate training. But here's what happens. A student will approach me and say, hey, I've got to leave a little early. Am I going to miss anything important? And that happened all the time. And so I developed an answer. And here's my answer. Well, no, we'll be talking about stupid stuff then. The interesting thing was half of them would turn around and wouldn't even phase them. But half of them would kind of realize, like, wait a minute. <laughs> You're being sarcastic. <laughs> now, number one, you never ask your professor that question or any corporate trainer or anybody doing a presentation. I'm going to be late. I have to leave early. Am I going to miss anything important? It's important to them. They're giving the presentation. They're doing it. Now, obviously, if I'm doing a corporate presentation, I've been invited. I've got to be nice. I wouldn't say something like that. But if you're working with a coworker, someone doing a presentation, you walk in late, you leave early, you take a cell phone call, you could be bruising their esteem. You could be causing some issues because to them, it's important. You are being rude and inconsiderate. And a lot of times we don't think about this because especially in the workplace, we work with these people all the time. Just put it out there. Be careful. Because you know in maximum influence, the, the law of esteem, that you enhance the self-esteem, it opens the doors to influence, and you bruise it, which this does, it slams the doors to influence. So if you want that free copy of Maximum Influence, the latest edition, just pick up shipping and handling. That's at lawsofinfluence.com. All right, let's get into the main part of the podcast. I'm sure you want to know, how do you accomplish 10 times more in half the amount of time with one-third the effort, Right? Those aren't exact numbers. I was just thinking them through as we monitor successful people, and they accomplish a lot more. And it's interesting when we talk about time that we all have the same amount, number one. Number two, some people wear this badge, oh, I'm so busy, I can't take anymore. When we're thinking, are they really busy? They pretend to be that busy. Why are they that busy? <laughs> okay. So the reality is no one has enough time. You can't accumulate time like money. It's just gone. Once it's gone, it's gone. And the studies do show that you waste, I know you're in denial here, but you waste over one hour a day. It's actually closer to two, but you waste at least an hour a day. And if you waste an hour a day, that's 15 days a year. And think about that in 10 years, that's about five months of waste of time. And so there's two parts to this that I want to get into and talk about. The first part is the secret sauce, probably one you haven't thought about. The second is just a basic fundamental time management techniques you've heard of, maybe not implemented the right way. I want to add a few new ones that are on the radar. So the secret sauce is going to be your willpower, your self-discipline. The studies are amazing here, what's happening. You can't do your tasks throughout the day or achieve your goals without willpower and self-discipline. You just can't. But most people don't understand how it works and how it functions for themselves and their team members. Because if you don't get this, your time management techniques won't work, you will not be motivated, you won't accomplish much, and you'll just barely do things maybe at the last minute, but it's going to take you forever to do it. And if you're really interested in a deep dive of the science of self-discipline, it's episode 98, and that's located at influenceuniversity.com. That's part of the free membership. Most people fail at their goals or their tasks, what they want to accomplish, later in the day, not in the morning. Why is that? If you have a goal to eat healthy... Most people fail in the late afternoon. Why? Every time you exercise your willpower or self-discipline, it's like a battery inside you that drains. It goes, right? So you wake up in the morning, you're no to the bagels, no to the donuts. You're driving by the fast food. No, no. But every time you say no, it's like drains and drains that battery to the point where you get later in the afternoon, you get home, nobody loves you. 
you don't care and you eat the whole thing of ice cream because there's no willpower left. It's completely drained. And here's the key. Successful people realize, I'm drained. It's gone. I need to recharge it. Unsuccessful people never realize it's happening. They just let it happen. Again, this could be you or for your team. In fact, a fascinating study they did with college students, kind of mean but fascinating, they had the students fast for like three, four hours. They showed up to this room to do a sensory perception test, or so they thought. So when they entered the room, they smelled freshly baked chocolate chip cookies, and there on the plates were these warm chocolate chip cookies surrounded by peanut M&Ms, and on the other plates were radishes, okay? Now, I don't know about you, that is a very easy choice for me. I don't even have to think about that. So they get in there, and they're hungry. Half of them, they said, eat whatever you want, and the other half, they said, you're going to have to exercise some self-discipline here, you can only eat the radishes. And they had the cameras going, and... The ones that eat the radishes, they probably felt pretty bad. They're looking at the cookies, they're smelling the cookies, they're seeing the cookies, they want the cookies, but they have to eat the radishes. That's a cold, cruel trick. But they did it, and they said, all right, go to the next room, we're going to set up for the next part of the study. What they didn't know is the next room was the study, and in the next room they said, here, play with these puzzles, let's see if you can solve them while you wait. The puzzles were unsolvable. They just want to see how fast they'd give up. Now think about it, who had to exercise the willpower? And every time you exercise willpower, it drains that battery. And when you need it, again, especially right after you've exercised it, it's less. Meaning, the radish eaters gave up on those puzzles almost three times faster than the chocolate chip cookie eaters. And they've done this with other things besides food. But isn't that interesting? And that's a big part of accomplishing more, is understanding your willpower, staying on task, keeping your goals, not going on tangents, and you have to understand what kills your willpower. So the big four is when you resist, when you're stressed, when you're hungry, and when you're tired. And all those happen throughout the day. I mean, tired, fatigued. I don't know if you don't know Vince Lombardi, the famous football coach. He said, fatigue makes cowards of us all. So if you want to look at the big four, resistance, stress, hungry, tired, will suck the life out of you, and you're going to run out of energy, willpower, and you're not going to accomplish anything. It's going to take you forever to accomplish something. You could do it in an hour. It might take you four or five. You have to be aware of this. But you also have to ask yourself, what else is draining that battery? Well, negative people, pessimistic people, mean people. Failure will do it to you. Your negative emotions like anger, frustration, resentment, feeling overwhelmed. I mentioned hungry. Anytime you have low blood sugar, or you're not eating healthy, any of those things you have to be aware of for you and your team, those you're trying to motivate and keep on task, what's going on? And later in the afternoon, you've got to have a solution to recharge that battery. A, number one, you have to be aware it's happening to you or to others, and B, have a game plan in place to recharge that battery. Because if you don't have this secret sauce, you can't manage your time and you don't accomplish that much. This is self-persuasion 101. Because when those things start to happen, like the stress and the resistance, the negative people, the failure, it just really drains that battery. Then you get into what I call willpower debt, where you say, well, you know, I'll have more time tomorrow. I'll feel better tomorrow. I did a lot today, so I'll just put it off till tomorrow. You know, I've been really good, so it doesn't matter. I can go ahead and eat or do, and you can fill in the blank there. Those are some things that you have to really understand that you're doing to yourself. Okay, so that's part of the secret sauce. So now we know what's happening. We have to recharge that battery. Just like a muscle, I could use that as an analogy. 
the more you exercise it, the stronger it gets, just like the more you recharge your battery and, and the more you learn how to resist, it does get stronger. Just make a mental note of that. But let's talk about just things that people do that recharges their battery. Now, I don't expect you to do all of these. This is just based on seminars and talking to people and getting feedback. But here's some of the top answers. Taking a five-minute break and walking outside. Fresh air, sunshine, there's something about the break, the walk, the exercise, the oxygen, the sun. There's fresh air, there's something about that. If it's low blood sugar, have something healthy to eat. Some people swear on Red Bull or coffee or something with caffeine. If that's your thing, fine. Some look at their vision board or think about their goals or talk to a loved one that'll pump them up. Nap, meditation, prayer has come up. Maybe what you're looking at is too big. Break it down into smaller, manageable, bite-sized pieces. That's easier for your brain to handle. Thinking about your past victories, watching something that's funny. Whatever it is, what works for you? Pick a couple of those. Maybe you already have yours. That's fine. You have to recharge that battery. Another thing that can work for people here is what they call creating a streak, meaning if you've done it eight days in a row, 10 days in a row, 30 days in a row, 100 days in a row, three years in a row, the more you can do small things in a row, it's easier for you not to give up. You know, I haven't had donuts for 22 days or for two years, whatever it is, the more consistent you can be. That also seems to help out in keeping your battery charged and keeping you focused. So that's the secret sauce here to accomplish 10 times more and half the time and a third of the effort when you put those things into place. But then you also have to have your time management skills in place too, understanding where you're wasting your time. Remember I mentioned you're wasting an hour a day, two hours a day. If you're in sales, sometimes it's three, four hours a day. And of course, everyone's in denial. That's not true. But we spend major time on minor things. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're on commission, you have to ask yourself, is this an income producing activity or am I just spinning my wheels? What's happening? What's going on? You have to manage your time. Another challenge with this type of thing is doing the fun, fast things first. In the morning, checking your email, where you can go to lunch, checking your stock, whatever it is. All right, if morning time is your most productive time, that is not a time to be doing the fun, easy, exciting things first. Because you know the old 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle, that 20% of what you do gives you 80% of the results. And so the opposite's true, is that 80% of what you do gives you 20% of your results. You might want to get rid of some of those things. So then we go out, run out, and we do a list. We create a list. Well, you know, I have mixed feelings about lists. It's good to have a list. And there seems to be a release of endorphins or dopamine when you cross something off your list. So if you're going to use a list, a couple things to consider. At least prioritize your list by importance, number one. Number two, realize that the most important things in your life don't make it on your list. Like family and friends and children. Things that you need to be doing that are the most important. And you could just spend all your time putting out fires instead of becoming fireproof. Think about that. A few more thoughts here is that you have to always ask yourself, okay, what's the most important use of my time right now? What could that be? And make sure your day's planned out before it happens. Either the night before that morning, you will accomplish more because there's a big difference between activity and accomplishment. Because you can be busy all day long, lots of activity, but what did you accomplish? And that's something really important to look at. Then you've got your basic Time management skills, learning to batch your tasks. Okay, email maybe once or twice a day. Because every time you go to here and jump to here and answer your email and get a phone call, if you can batch your tasks, all your phone calls at the same time, if you can, all your emails at the same time, 
Try to do that. All your meetings in the same day if you can. Learn to monitor your interruptions. Maybe you need a do not disturb sign on your door. Maybe when that person pops in and you're in the middle of a project, when that person pops in, here's a great technique. This one's gold. Just stand up. That means they're going to stay standing and will not sit down. And I guarantee you that meeting will be a lot shorter. Learning to multitask. You can exercise and do your personal development at the same time. You can drive to work and do your personal development at the same time. You can drive to work and make a few phone calls. There's some things we could do two or three at a time. Learning to multitask. Giving yourself deadlines makes us accomplish things better. Of course, with a deadline, give yourself a reward. Another one, too, I learned from Brian Tracy in his book, Eat That Frog, meaning you can eat a frog a piece at a time, the elephant a piece at a time. Do the feared things first, meaning if it scares you, you don't want to do it, you put it off, put it off, put it off. You put it off so many times, it's such a waste of time. Just do it first thing in the morning. Get it out of the way. If you have to make 50 cold calls right away, just do it right away. If that's what's best for you, that could help. And the best one for managing your time and even your willpower is exercise. You're like, I don't have time to exercise. Well, exercise gives you more time. (laughs) I've made that excuse before, but I've learned exercise gives you more time. Why? Hmm. You live longer. Okay, let's take that one. You sleep less. You think better. You have more energy. You accomplish more. Even if it's just walking around the block, whatever you need to do it, that makes a huge difference in your success. Just saying it, just put it out there. A couple other techniques I noticed with really successful people, especially when I was doing research for laws of charisma, learning to say no, right? If you know it's no, don't say I'll think about it, I'll get back to you. Say no. I mean, there's a time and place for that. But saying no, maybe you don't have the time to do it. Might say no. But here's the final interesting thing, decisions. And Napoleon Hill talks about this in Think and Grow Rich, that the inability to make decisions is a major cause of failure. Successful people, charismatic leaders, wealthy people reach decisions quickly because indecision destroys purpose, decreases your willpower battery, and it wastes a lot of your time. Now, as I studied CEOs and successful people, they still did their research, but ultimately they had to follow that instinct, that urge, and make the decision. They didn't get stuck on that analysis of paralysis. And what's interesting, the studies show that quick decisions and slow decisions have about the same success rate. (laughs) What do you know? So be careful there, making quicker decisions, because that indecision and putting things off and doing it later and procrastinating just suck the life out of you, destroy your willpower battery, eliminate your ability to manage time. These are the things that work. So you put these things into place and you will accomplish more, probably 10 times more in half the amount of time. And you'll be happier. You won't get stuck in that rut. You'll understand your psyche, your motivation, your willpower battery. That is self-persuasion. And if you can't persuade yourself, it's very difficult for you to persuade other people. So those are the keys to accomplish more. For you, for your team, for the people around you, or all of the above. So thanks for listening today. Hit the like button. Tell your friends. We're also on Twitter at InfluenceMax and, of course, on Facebook at Maximize Your Influence. That's also the same for YouTube, Maximize Your Influence. Look us up. Check us out. Appreciate your feedback. If you want more information on what we talked about today, that's on Millionaire Psychology. Remember to become a millionaire or any part of success. Start thinking, acting, and doing what millionaires do. Those audios are available at lawsofpersuasion.com. 
Again, thanks for being here. Appreciate your email. Send your questions in. Again, Kurt, K-U-R-T at MaximizeYourInfluence.com. Master these skills and go out and persuade with power. 